Whispers, sultry short stories. Story three, birthday party. What if it doesn't work? It will be fine. No, no, what if it doesn't work? Stop worrying, it will be fine. On and on goes the dialogue in Emma's head as the round capsule glides on, steady, smooth, silent. She looks at the faces of her guests, like her, all securely fastened in their high seats, and Dwayne with additional straps due to his cerebral palsy. What if Dwayne hates it? goes the voice again. It was his idea, she responds to herself. The capsule stops, muted mechanical noises, then movement again, then an energetic push forward. And wow! The capsule leaves the space city of New London. Through the windows all around them, the passengers watch the colossal wheel turning slowly in space. A metropolis, beautiful, complex, ever-expanding. Some parts are old already, others still under construction. Awe is impressed on the people's faces as they take in the view. Their space home, the stars all around, and the unfathomable infinity of the universe wrapping it all. Emma is not looking at the view, though. She's checking in on her guests. What if they hate it? The Rara boys hold their black hands lovingly, breathlessly. That's good. Big Charlie and Big Tina, her favorite couple, are practically in tears. <laughs> Thought they would be. Dwayne's PA, Zelma, gently stroke his hair. Please, please let this work for them, prays Emma. Kim, Nova and Perky G haven't met before and are clearly yet to make friends. Emma discreetly crosses her fingers. There is fun to be had with those three. Lots of fun. Plus Nova looks irresistible since their transition. Suddenly ahs and oohs fill the capsule. They all feel the shift at the same time. Having exited New London and taking its own course towards the zero-gravity area in the middle of the giant wheel structure of the space city, the capsule also escapes the grip of artificial gravity. Here it comes, people. Weightlessness, shouts Emma. Screams and shouts of joy from everyone. How do I get out of this thing, shouts Charlie. Tina pleads with him to be patient. The capsule continues its glide. A mellifluous warning on the tannoy is heard. A series of beeps follows, and the automated seats release their passengers, except for Dwayne, who is being released manually by Zelma. And there it is. Ten humans float weightlessly inside a round, transparent chamber. Ten tiny little specks of stardust inside an air bubble, kind of vibrating in sync with all the cosmic dust around them. They all drift off and float off in all directions. Cautiously at first, almost fearfully, but pretty quickly, euphoria starts to set in. Perky G does a somersault. Obviously, this sends his whole body spinning off to the side. Slam! 
This is exactly what the briefing said to avoid, laughs Emma. Perky G laughs too. He was just testing how soft are the walls. Meanwhile, Zelma arranges Dwayne so that he can cradle her in his arms. She clenches his feet with hers and wraps his arms around herself, placing her bum onto his lap, and they are floating as one. With Dwayne seemingly holding her with his arms and entire body, with no assistance at all. Zelma has done this before. Her feet skillfully give them just the right amount of push-off whenever they approach a wall. Duane is enthralled. He literally purrs at her. Watching this, Emma feels a wave of sweet envy, just at the way the two look at each other. Then Duane catches her watching them and smiles. Happy birthday, Ems! More happy birthdays are shouted out. And then the shouts turn into a song. The friends float towards the middle of the capsule and, like skydivers, form a circle around Emma, singing the birthday song. Her eyes swell up with tears and joy. Kim calls for a dance. The others join in. Dance, 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 dance. Emma mock protests. The mischief that she is, she goads them. Do they really want it? Yes, they do. When do they want it? They want it now. How do they want it? They want it all the way. All the way? All the way. Is there no other way? All the way is the only way. Suddenly, loud music starts to play, inviting raunchy music. And with that, Emma starts to perform her very first weightless striptease. Oh, wow! Strange doesn't begin to describe it. This is nothing like the swimming pool where she practiced. Her movements are indeed much freer, but the momentum she gains from any sudden movement is totally confusing, and she keeps spinning off and gliding off in unexpected directions. Not that the audience objects, mind you. On the contrary. As Emma's increasingly naked body keeps slamming by and slapping into them, they embrace it, quite literally. Nova gives a little bite to Emma's arm floating by. Tina pulls off Emma's remaining stocking. Zelma floats Dwayne in, just in time for his mouth to catch Emma's thumb and give it a suck. Cheers all around. Well, cheers and titillating moans. And so, now completely naked Emma, becomes a kind of space beach ball gently bounced and floated about between the circle of adoring friends, and caressed, and gently groped. Emma fights back by attacking their clothes, unzipping zippers and unfastening velcros as she floats by from one to another. Gradually, the game turns into a rough-and-tumble, a kind of floaty, legato rough-and-tumble and all against a cacophony of joyous and excited exclamations. The group undressing alone is a sight to behold, as they all try to adjust to this new mobility of their own bodies and take advantage of what they can do with other people's limbs and torsos. Charlie turns Tina flat and face down, then dives underneath her. As they're both naked by now, 
he just positions his mouth underneath one of her swinging breasts and captures with his mouth her erect nipple. Next thing, he starts slowly rotating her entire body above him, helicopter style, never letting go of the nipple. The others are very impressed by this, and much copying is attempted immediately. To varying degrees of success, though, Tina does have conveniently large nipples. Now, never one to be upstaged, Emma floats herself in position underneath Perky G. A quick eye exchange between them as she seeks and receives consent, and a delicate game of mouth-to-cock docking commences. NASA has nothing on these two. Then BAM! Shocked gasps fill the capsule at the sight of Zelma literally throwing Dwayne against one of the walls. But they both just laugh like children. Seeing the consternation on the other's faces, Zelma shrugs her shoulders and says, he likes it rough. Then grabs him again to give him more rough handling. It's only when he starts shouting, more, more, that the others start to relax. So the Rara boys get in the spirit of it. Ali Ra demands, I want that too. But Jumara has a better idea. He swoops his lover into a hug, one hand firmly gripping Ali Ra's ass and spins them both. Sure enough, they spin smash into a wall. Roaring laughter and delight. Again, again. Kim also wants a go at this, but Emma and Nova have a different idea. They take hold of Kim's body and fully stretch her legs and arms. Kim's taut muscles and smooth skin glisten with perspiration. A sublime sight. Emma and Nova start gently rotating her like a spindle of flash. And they kiss and slurp and just gorge on her naked body. This too inspires copying. Charlie and Tina and the Rara boys are immediately on it. Meanwhile, very turned on Dwayne very much wants to penetrate Zelma. She laughs. It won't work. We can't fuck in weightlessness if we are floating loose. Dwayne might know this, but his aching erection doesn't. He really, really wants this. So Perky G floats up to the rescue. He might be able to help. He might indeed. As Zelma lowers herself astride Dwayne, Perky G positions himself under both and pulls Zelma onto Dwayne's cock. As soon as Zelma's and Dwayne's bodies fully connect, she and Perky G lock arms and legs and squeeze Dwayne between them, thus creating a cocoon of naked flesh gripping him tightly. He cannot thrust into Zelma, of course, but being pulled down on his cock by Perky G, Zelma can wriggle. And so she does. And it is beautiful. And wildly kinky. And deeply moving at the same time. So much so that Perky G's own erection starts to appear demanding attention. He warns Dwayne of this development. Given the positioning, Dwayne's ass is basically in Perky G's lap. They both laugh, but it's not quite what Dwayne wants, so Kim and Nova float in to help. Without Perky G letting go of Zelma and Dwayne, Kim and Nova reach for his cock and start sharing it. 
hands and mouths and mouths and hands, caressing and slurping and licking and drooling. Drops of lusty saliva float off into the space of the capsule. It is an incredible sight. A weightless bundle of five naked aroused humans, pleasuring and being pleasured, spinning and floating. Someone whispers, may we join? The five hold their mouths full, mumble and moan their enthusiastic agreement. So Emma, the Rara boys, and Charlie and Tina approach and connect with the floating bodies. Hands grip onto arms and legs, skin aligns with skin, lips and tongues taste fellow humans. As they glide towards one of the walls, Emma stretches her legs while still holding onto the bundle of bodies in her arms and brings herself to a squat in touching down. An idea sparks in her mind and she lowers one knee against the wall. Look, everyone, look! I am carrying you all on my shoulders. I am Atlas. I am the Atlas of love. And so she is. Beholding these quivering bodies, she feels into her own arousal. She lets it build. She lets it surge from the life-giving, pleasure-bringing depths of her yoni. She shudders. Oh, knees do get weak in weightlessness. And Emma lets her tremors ripple off into the group. And this way she sets off a seismic reaction. A literally cosmic wave of pleasure sweeps all their bodies, their minds and their souls. Music